0: Ah, fam. You say that you just get started.
1: Are you, are you gonna make the same point about not wanting to be recorded
0: every time you press record?
1: Yeah. Are
0: you gonna press record every single time? Yeah. So then you know every action has a reaction, no? <sighs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that what they're saying, like? You know y'all need to take a collection for me. Just send me some therapy or whatever it is, cause I I'll, I'll be putting in work on this podcast, bro. You pressing record all the time. I'm talking about having to, the patience, bro. Press <laughs> record. The patience with you, bro. You know we're we're here to record a podcast. Yeah, but that woman said this
0: this video is being recorded. It just sounds it sounds FBI shit. You know what I'm saying. It's so funny because like. You know, it's like, oh, no, I don't want the government to have my needles. like, come on, bro, who, who, who are you? Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Like, <laughs> when you say that, you be saying, like, you feel like you're Jason Bourne. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, ain't nobody looking like, for you, bro.
0: I've never been to your house and seen a secret drawer with seven different passports
1: and shit like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Bro, everyone who needs to know who you are already has everything. You know
0: what about I'm you. saying? Like, these motherfuckers are sending dick pics to side chicks. And they're worried about what the government has on like, them. What your, <laughs> your, your, your
1: DMs are saying? everybody—that's where the real problem is. Uh, it's true. People really should be way more concerned about their DMs than government snooping. Really, if we're if we're being honest, the government surveys people that are dangerous, that are a
0: threat to their system. You, you just—you're just. You just you go to the you go carnival. You're tweeting about carnival in January. The government stopped following you that moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, you should probably actually be more worried about Mark Zuckerberg having your information that you should be the government. Because... It's about the trainers you buy, the clothes. Every time, let me notice now, um, you go to River Island,
0: for instance, you buy a pair of jeans hmm. and then they're just like, um, thank you very much.
1: i, I, I your email
0: address so we can email you the receipt. It's like, how many times I've been to River Island? (laughs) Like you have my email address in it. Bruh. And they don't want to email me the receipt. They want to tell me every time a new pair of jeans is coming.
1: Of course. Of course. They want to build up data. They want to add it
0: to the Right. They want to follow my habits.
1: Yeah, they want to track you on the website. What do you think to be looking at?
0: So they're the ones you should be scared of, because what you don't realize is the government react to what the money makers do. Exactly. The government's there to just make these laws, so we, you know, they're the lawmakers. So the, you know, the bankers and the world corporations have to mess with them. But yeah. It's a constant toss as to
1: what they will allow and what they won't allow. I mean, bro, I saw I saw an article, a video that was saying that um, Mark Zuckerberg is going to religious leaders, and he was actually with the Pope talking about them bringing their religious services onto the Metaverse um, in order to cr- increase engagement. I said, the Pope the the pope was there yeah fam it's big business baby wow but you know what, what I, 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 yeah, I, but how did you get that meeting with the pope though because he's if a billionaire you, I know but like, how how did they set that up Like the pope they set that up very easy it? The well, same at, way, the, at the you
0: he probably adds him on facebook or something <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that's good that's good I, it was it was it was right there, and I didn't take it. But yeah, it was an open goal. To be fair, it was an open goal. I thought, it I thought you goal.
0: said it already. But yeah, um, it's funny because um, when you deep how the world
1: works, you start to lose faith in the world. <laughs> of course, of course. Like I, I was, listening to the you, you should be you should be able to meet with the pope and be like, "How about doing church for, for on my platform? <laughs> how about we get church on my I, platform?" Oh
0: hey, by the way, the concept of the pope is. All he you know all, all hell all glory and holiness and purity. infallible you know you if you're suffering you know if you're hungry if you're poor But i know that thing doesn't meet poor people
1: ah uh... oh poor
0: man you can't just say yo let me have let me get five minutes with the pope like this <laughs> who are you
1: <laughs> mark zuckerberg on the other hand now we can have lunch with him that's wild. That's that's life. It's true. It is. I mean, he does meet with poor people, but it's. He doesn't poor people. And there's, there's cameras.
0: Cameras are on. When
1: yeah, there's people cameras. People are
0: around. <laughs> Did you not know when the royal family, when we had the royal wedding with Megan and and Prince Harry? They told the poor people and the homeless in Windsor, y'all need to find a home by the weekend. You <laughs> got guests come in and we ain't finna have y'all <laughs> embarrass embarrassed the nation. You know how that's when you when people come <laughs> over to your house and your mom
1: brings the best China from under the bed. Bruh.
0: <laughs> like,
1: damn. <laughs> damn, y'all be treating me like stepchildren <laughs> in this house. You didn't even know you had glasses like that in your house. Like,
0: what where did this come from?
1: Bro, they told them pupu. I think you need to call Tyrone to help you come get yours. <laughs> he said,
0: "Ah, uh-uh, this is Windsor, baby.
1: We're gonna have the
0: cameras of the world signals. Look little homelessness as we walked by in Windsor. They're not gonna have that."
1: Nah,
0: and so you realize quickly, everything is for an opportunity. You know, I was, which funny enough, I was listening to um, a woman talk about the black celebrity and his influence on black people. Okay. And whether it's good or bad. And you, what you don't realize is when you see like a basketball player or an athlete or a rapper saying vote Trump or, you know, you don't realize they might have got
1: public funding for their businesses. Bro, um, all the rappers were getting deals from Trump to promote Trump. Yeah. So they were yeah. all getting like um pleas. Uh plea deals, getting yeah. people out who are yeah. death row, all yeah. that kind yeah. of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, bro, we know it's real. They yeah. they were showing the text, like they're texting rappers like, yo, you just need to pump Trump for, for the for the election, last minute push, last minute push, and we'll do we'll get so and so out of jail for you. We'll give yeah. you bruh, this
0: thing one, is uh, wild. Wow. I think it was an athlete, I can't remember who it was. He endorsed under the Nixon period. And Nixon was people did not like Nixon. Yeah. So, obviously, they get the Negro to endorse him. They gave him um, federal loans for his um, food chains. He got 150 chickens. you know those chicken sport, sport chains? Mm. 111 or something like that across in the line. Wow. Would you take that Would you take that deal? So, I think you froze for a second. What did you say? I was asking, would you take that deal? This is the thing, Ola, but this is the thing that people don't understand about life. If you're a a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. And, and They're telling you, we're going to give you this so-so-so-and-so so you can mass produce and make more profits. You're in bed with the big boys. Now, it's hard for you to say, no, I'm going to do what's right by my community because the truth is this, someone in that community will take that deal. Bruh, and that's true as well. So what side are you going to be on? So you kind of have to get in bed. So that's what they say when you say, they say you sell your soul. You have to get in bed with the devil sometimes because, yes... You're, you're giving your piece away. But also, you're in a position now to, to dictate as well. Because you've got a powerful white zaddy behind you. Damn. Yeah, it's, it hurts. But that's the game. That's why when they said LeBron should talk against China, he was like, and say what? Nigga, I don't speak Chinese.
1: Bruh, it's, <laughs> it just reminds me of, um, was it D.O. Hughley? Talking about getting into jail. I like, keeping your butt cheeks tight, like, I ain't going to be no bitch. I ain't going to be no bitch. He <laughs> said that, though, though. He said he was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: goes, um, I ain't going to fuck with you, man. How long you been out? You don't get yeah. no, no health club. You get no help club, they
1: can bring a nigga off you. I ain't going to be no bitch. Bro, <laughs> right. that's that's how it must be. Them first few times they approach you and tell you this is what but you need like to like, do. Um, like, when Jay-Z signed that deal with the NFL, like, what 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 was that really about? You see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need to. Clear. Do you know? Did you know they 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 deemed black players to be not as smart as the white ones, so they justified as them paying them less in the NFL. They recently just lost that lawsuit and had to pay out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now we thought we had kneeling problems. We had other problems. Wow you see what I'm saying? So there was all of that. So to clean up their image, of course they invited Jay-Z to come and have a meeting. Now who is Jay-Z? He's a businessman. You really think he can say no to these people? He just bought the motherfucker a car. Bruh. That's, what do you think that car is? That's a tax. That's a that's a, that's a taste. You know when you grease the don's palms? Yeah, man. That's what that is. They're in the same hustle wearing. And that whole billionaire concept they were talking about how they sell that to you because they want you to believe in I'm a self-made billionaire. I used to have a nine to five, just like you. And they sell you that dream. So you believe in it. And so when they're saying, oh, we should make taxes, let's taxes for the billion billionaires. You'd be like, yeah, we should, because I'm going to be there one day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, bro, All the while
0: long. forgetting how a system actually works. This, Because the truth is this, we make enough to provide for everybody. Mm. but capitalism doesn't work that way they mm. don't sell that to us they sell the story of the self-made hero who came from nothing and made billions that's incredible.
1: That's, that's the only way you can justify um you know mm-hmm. keeping people on a salary mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. whilst whilst you make the lion's share right the and that's what capital. they
0: said that's how that, that's how society is broken down the only, i'm gonna create an option for you either work or die so Everybody chooses okay, I'll work cool. Well, I'll, it's, it's the proletariat versus the um, what's it called? The working force is the proletariat, right? Because
1: somebody been reading George Orwell and 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 you then Panam is
0: from, the uh, I read it from um Angela Davis, yes, Angela Davis because we was talking about Marxism, yeah, yeah. So you know, and that's just how society is those that um
1: create and those that work, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. But the the, oh. the thing the thing is is that it does actually and, and and this is one of the the saving graces of capitalism is that if you can make enough from your labor to purchase capital you get a chance to take a slice of the pie. Now you you're always going to be a slightly behind because those who already have capital can build their capital much faster than you can mm-hmm. buy it, right? Mm-hmm. And every time you buy it, you make their capital more valuable because Absolutely. it increases demand. So the game is rigged, mm-hmm. but you can take us... Like, we've actually watched Mark Zuckerberg go from a middle-class guy at Harvard to one of the richest men in the world based on an idea, building that out, blah, blah, blah. But also,
0: like you said, having the funding be able to be able... He came from Harvard, not from Harlem. Thank yeah. Exactly. He came exactly. from Harlem, he'd be doing Boogie Down production records. Exactly. Like for so, instance, you know, um, what's it called? The owner of the Sun newspaper, I think? Okay. His son started a record label because he didn't know what to do with his life. And as you do, you start a record label. Why not? And he was producing rap. He produced some good... He had that um, underground label that was taking some good rappers that produced some successful music. Yeah. But he, it was cool for him because daddy's money is cool. Yep. Yup, yup. So, you know, it's, it's, you're right. Yes, you know, you've seen Mark Zuckerberg go from, but because he's not a four, he doesn't have to go, he doesn't have to worry about joining the Bloods and Crips on his way to school at seven years old.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely. The tough didn't...
0: decision at seven when your daddy's like, listen man, you're going to have to make that decision soon now. You're going to go blue or red. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I am five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, niggas is selling packs at
1: 11. Can you imagine looking at the lunchbox like, hey, dad, you can't give me no blue lunchbox. You know, you know we no, blurred out here. It's cool political in, in, in Bloods and Crips
0: houses. Like, you got a blue lunchbox? On blood? On blood? Like, it's crazy. And so the paths are so different. Even in the NBA, for instance, imagine you're the best player in your hood. Yeah. of oh, the whole hood is dreaming through you.
1: <laughs> Bruh. But it's not a layup anymore, is it? It's just not a layup anymore. Nah, just the dreams of... Uh, so, Lil, so when a nigga Lil misses a shot,
0: when a nigga misses a shot, you have to understand, damn, the whole of Brooklyn missed that shot.
1: <laughs> Bruh, you have to do it for Lil' Saint, bro.
0: Yeah, so it's the question of... um. It just taught me that in life, you know, that's why the Bible, at, least, at its very pure nature, its teachings are so true in the sense where you have to find a way to be content in this life.
1: Mm -hmm. and not not,
0: covet what your your neighbor has. You spend Mm -hmm. so much time coveting on what our neighbors have. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Go on Instagram right now or any social media kind of platforms, Uh, the billionaire lifestyle of of rugby players, Uh, the NFL's top 10 homes, our footballers and their supercars. It's like, what are you teaching us?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. To dream of things that we may never see.
1: Yeah. And that's not life.
0: Just because you, when you come out of the car or the house, yo, welcome to the crib, come on in. That's just Monday. I don't know what happened on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, and you you know what the maddest thing is? Um, There's something, I think, that happens in our brains where we get this idea of proximity. So the more you see it, the Mm. more you feel close to it and you feel like it's achievable for you. No, <laughs> so
0: the soundtracks for you.
1: Yeah, for real. This is real, though. Like I good. think this is obviously a good thing because sometimes if, you know, as you are, for example, around people who are doing stuff with their life, it feels more realistic for you to do something with your life, right? So th- it does have a good effect, but there's a bad effect on it as well, which is that if you're around people who show you their wealth but don't show you the process with which they got that wealth. You can come to think that like we're the same, so I should have that money as well. And then Mm. people like watch stuff on social media or YouTube and become deluded into believing that, basic or entitled, and think that the world owes them something because Mm. they've seen a normal guy Mm -hmm. become a multi-millionaire. That that part we need to you know obviously always remember that there's a process in there. But yeah, man, it's it's mad how much the beauty of
0: life is if you can accept its truths you're not all going to be rich.
1: Can you yep. accept that?
0: And live a life though. And understand the reason why it's important to know it because life is not quantified by zeros. Mm, Your mm, achievements mm. is not going to be quantified. Anybody who dies and they go at their funeral and said he made a lot of money, that means he didn't do shit with his life. If that's what they said about Tupac yeah.
1: when he died, yo, he made a lot of money, he won't be the rapper we talk about today. Yeah. I mean, it, there's the, it. there's things that people. I guess people they make money uh, money adjacent celebrations of you. So they won't necessarily say that you made a lot of money, but they'll say you helped a lot of people, which you needed a lot of money to do. So so money's
0: not the aim, so money's, the people, a, money's no, always the, but the tool. thing. Is what I'm saying is you can help a lot of people and not spend a cent. True. What we what, what we have to remember is not everything is quantified in zeros. Like people talk about generational wealth and it's. Leave your children 20 million. That's not that's not what's quantified. That's not what it is sometimes.
1: Shakespeare, I don't know how much he left these kids, but I know those plays are doing them good. Yeah, I mean, you're right. This it's more than money, definitely more mm-hmm. than money. Be, being a descendant of the man who wrote Macbeth, that's gonna get me into at least a, a
0: two-minute meeting. <laughs> you know? If I go into a into a a little I don't know, writing school, and I say, oh, my grandfather's Shakespeare. I'm gonna be in front of the class, even if I don't have the talent.
1: Bro, I I I saw a tweet today that said um it was basically it was a video of somebody making burgers at McDonald's, and they said this would be it will be if JJ Okocha wasn't his uncle. <laughs>
0: That's cold.
1: That's that cold, cold.
0: Game, bro. That's cold. That is game. cold. I wouldn't have gone that hard. I wouldn't <laughs> have gone that hard, but Iwobi is riding that, Iwobi is, um. you know what his problem is, though? What's that?
1: Uh,
0: he's, playing the, like, he's playing football and not being, he's playing, he's, well, everyone's playing football. In a sense. I'm, I, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to sell in. Like, what's this? He's got the look, you know, the, the trains, the boots, but I don't think he understands what it means to actually develop himself as a football player the work you have to put in to get better, to get Mm. to a level of consistency at least. Mm. He's too comfortable, you know? He went from Arsenal, landed at Everton, which is another very big club, but he's not getting games there, and he's still getting picked for the Nigerian national team. He should not be in that squad. He shouldn't be in that squad, because his performances don't even add up to being called to an international team. But, Mm. you know, respect to Nigeria, He didn't start. He's not starting for us. Because back in the day, as long as you played in the Premier League, you're going to the team.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is like which I ne- which I've never liked because I yeah. believe there's players in Nigeria who who can find a moment in this in this in this thing and who who play their life for the shirt, and so it's a shame. But that nepotism has definitely helped him.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Like Beckham's son trained at like Arsenal's academy, Chelsea's academy. Everybody knew he couldn't play, but he's Beckham's son.
1: Are you serious? He can't play? Nah. I, can't play. I saw he's got like a. A deal with Puma. Face of Puma now or something like that. He's a a photographer and he's dating a
0: very, 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 very rich woman. (sighs)
1: That's what you do, man. He's dating the (laughs) heir
0: to one of those those empires. He's dating the heir to a billionaire businessman.
1: Bruh. What else would you do, man? Well, if
0: I was him, I'm I'm tucking at least half of America. But then I'll sell it down, definitely. Maybe Beckham's son doesn't even have to think of
1: of what life should be. Just you figure it out. Bruh, I mean, to be fair though, like them heiresses and stuff, that's who you're probably gonna be around. Of course. You think you, you think, know, it's, you you think it's school gonna have uh, right right? Sis from around the way? Nah. Yeah sis, yeah yeah. Sis is gonna be with the heiresses. But, no, but so. the
0: Kardashians are rich children, so they were going to school with celebrities yeah. because they were rich children. Yeah
1: yeah yeah, that makes. They sense. They're going to
0: school yeah. with Michael Jackson's nephews. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, thingy, I think talked, um, one of them, one of the guys from Three T, I think dated Kim Kardashian.
1: Okay, so no. okay, hold on a second. First, thing, first, I want to clarify this. So them Dunnies from Free T were definitely Michael Jackson's nephews. They were Tito's son. Okay, okay, that's the thing. That's the thing. I I always heard this when when I was this I was in primary school at this point when Free T first dropped. I heard they were Michael Jackson's nephews, and I didn't know if it was just one of those. I was I was actually mentioned it this weekend. I don't even know if that was even true, but it was just one of those things that went around that, oh, you know, those are Michael Jackson's uh, uh, nephews. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, uh, what what we were actually joking about at the time was, how did we all find out stuff when we didn't have the internet? like How did stuff go viral? How did we all hear that Kel had died in a car accident and none of us had the internet or blog sites no. or whatever? Yeah. Do you remember when that happened, when there was that whole, when everyone believed that Kel from Keenan and Kel was dead? oh i can't remember but maybe probably i can't remember <clears throat> yeah that was it was just an interesting conversation we were having about how even back then we like stuff went viral like you just hear stuff from different people and it would just spread but anyway that's not the point the point is that yeah them three T done is one of them tucked away kim kardashian
0: no i think he took her to the prom okay oh yeah it makes sense so the people who accused michael jackson with two new accusers they went to school with them oh wow Yeah, so when you listen to the Michael, when you listen to his family talk, they tell you, like, all these sleepovers that everyone's talking about, we were there. Mad. It's like, we were all there. Like, we were friends with these people.
1: They ain't got no allegations.
0: They they said it's a 100% lie. It's impossible. That they know these people. Now, one of them was dating, one of the guys that accused Michael Jackson, he's actually a dancer, was dating his niece. At the time. Wow. Yeah, so they know all these people.
1: <clears throat> it's all a uh, world, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, remember, a while, when... LA's got to get pretty small because you can't go everywhere. Yeah, remember when, when, when someone
0: puts a when someone puts a
1: story out about you, yeah. whether it's true or not, is not the point. It's just the story,
0: in it, to what people believe.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's still that's that's hella wild, though. It's hella wild that you know. There's these. Um these very closed off uh, environments and yet, you know, we, we just hear some allegation, we hear this, blah, 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 but it's like, I know I, you, like I, I, I was there, you didn't do that. I don't understand how someone can come out and say stuff like that when you know, we all know each other, You should, like for example, if somebody if somebody um, started reporting on the comedy scene and they said, oh, this is what it's like between the comedians and so on, and I now like, come out and say, yeah, Fumbi is blah, 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 there's a part of me that'd be like, nah, but come on, man. Like, I know Fumpy. I can't really be out here saying a madness like this. I don't understand how people do that in those worlds where it's like, surely there should be some social pressure that, come on, I know you, man. Why are you lying? Really?
0: <clears throat> really? When people will tell you, I, I sold 2,000 records in five minutes, you, you don't question that. <laughs> you don't question how physically is that possible? Knowing the label bought all of those records that day. Even when the jig is up, we still
1: go. Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
0: So we, I, I think human beings like to be gullible. Yeah, human yeah, led. yeah, yeah. We like to be fed, you know? You're right. And even you're right. if we tell people the truth, they'll be like, nah, he, they said it on the news. <laughs> you know, it's, it's what it is. Some people don't believe COVID is real. Someone said only social media can make common flu. This is a guy on Twitter. And he called it a common flu. I don't know his medical background. I don't know how how deeply deep in science he is. But because he has a platform and a blue tick, he has reduced COVID-19 to common flu and people are retweeting and sharing it.
1: Yeah, and I think what it does, though, the thing about um, those kind of statements is that I don't think people necessarily care if it's true or not. Mm. I think it's convenience. I Mm -hmm. think people like convenient information. So if I never wanted to believe in COVID uh, or I wanted to live my life as normal or I wanted to be able to go on holiday, I'd be more inclined to believe somebody calling it common flu than if I was maybe more concerned with like being a social justice warrior or saying the right thing or all the other uh, motivations people have. So like if, if right now, like let's say you really want another Tupac album and someone comes out saying, oh, we actually know where Tupac is, he's here. I'm not saying you specifically, because I'm sure you know exactly where his body is, because you know everything. But if, let's say, you really wanted that album, you might be more inclined to listen to the guy like, oh, this guy knows where Tupac is, like, Tupac's still alive. That album's going to come out, it's going to be fire, because you want to believe it. And I think that's just what today's world is. I think all the information is just about, it's not really about what's true anymore, it's about what people want to hear. Yo, run that analogy behind by me again, because you would be throwing me. <laughs> <laughs> now these analogies are not that crazy. You, you, and Jason. I'm trying to did. figure out what you meant by okay. So, I'm, I'm saying, about... I'm saying, if you really want to believe something, yes, and I tell you something that supports it, yeah, you're, you're, you don't care whether it's true or not. What you care so about the Tupac, is that the support... Tupac analogy. How that explain that to me is what I'm trying so, to say. So, I'm most saying. people accept that Tupac is dead and gone yes right but if you really want a tupac album let's say you're like i really wish tupac wasn't dead and i come and tell you i know he's not dead i I know where he is i know he's alive he's in costa rica or whatever even whether or not it makes sense that or it's true or i have evidence you're more likely to go with me because you want him to be alive if you if you if you are that focused on wanting him to be alive, you will accept information regardless of how true it is or regardless of how realistic it is. Mm. That's the point I'm making.
0: I mean, I, I know what I know what you're saying, yeah. I'm not sure the analogy is still I'm still confused. But I know people it's like people need to believe that
1: um Elvis is coming back. Yeah, um, that kind of, how, why does it make sense with Elvis and not with Tupac? You got the same point. Because bro. um people
0: believe like you said, people believe Tupac is dead. A lot of people don't believe Elvis. They had Elvis conventions
1: and shit. <laughs> but bro, people were doing the same thing with Puck. Everyone was saying Puck was still alive. That was, no, yeah, it was, that was people, sad. No, no, people were really like, no, if you know who Machiavelli is, yeah, you, you know understand you know, it was the seven-day the theory. People believed it, though. That was fun, but people believed it. Yeah, I, I, I believed it for a bit. I was a kid, I didn't the dead. That park wasn't dead yeah. When I was, I mean, I was young. I, all I knew was what was in Vibe magazine and what my uncle said. You think Park was smart enough to fake his death? <laughs> I, I was. I didn't. I didn't know Park as a like like that as a young teenager. I was just like, oh man, that. The, when somebody presents it to you like that, like this guy. Takes on the moniker of a guy who wrote a book about how you could fake your own death to defeat your enemies. Ooh, and then yes. he does an album called Machiavelli, The Seven Day Theory. So maybe like the whole thing was a plan. He was going to disappear and then come back on seven days. Three
0: Day Theory because he was going to record the album in three days, but he couldn't do
1: that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if I wanted to believe it because it was much more interesting than he's dead. Chuck D had 10 reasons why Tupac is still alive.
0: Really? Oh yeah, and there was everything was just so conspiracy. It was all um, what do they call it in the court? Circumstantial evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, yeah. the time he died, uh, he wasn't wearing a vest that day. He was wearing a vest that day. Um, uh, they, There's no, there was no, there was no photos of his body after. Then the photos released of his um autopsy. Um, two Tupac was cremated, coming enough and they smoked his ashes. Oh wow. You know, it was cremated. No. Yeah, it was cremated and then, you know, shot G, some of the outlaws, you know, smoked the ashes. They threw in the sea. It was a close-up ceremony, family only. Yeah, man. Wow. The thing is, yeah, I used to... The the, the rumours were heavy.
1: I'm surprised you weren't there, bro. <laughs> I, was pop, I wasn't a pop fan when he died. Wow, that's crazy. I wasn't a fan. I was a Snoop fan.
0: Okay. Yeah, I wasn't a Pac fan at all. I wasn't until only, until I heard Only God Can Judge Me and Life Goes On. Okay. And I've never, never heard anyone speak about that pain in such a storytelling fashion. And I really felt it. And then
1: I just started to listen to his music so much. I became obsessed. I can't lie. Do you know, every time you say it, I'm always like, why do you like the pain? But then I realized all my favorite artists when I was growing up as a teenager, I was drawn to some kind of like... Pain music. I don't know what kind of teenage angst we were, I was going through or whatever, but like I loved Tupac. I loved Dmx. Um, I love Dizzy Rascal. And even if you listen to like him on on Boy in the Corner, he's talking about so much, so many things about pain and and how he deals with things in his mind and blah blah blah. I'm like, what is it about that that attracts I think attracts so much attention? What's that? I think it's more substance than pain. Okay. There's more substance to their music. But is there no substance in joyful, in joy? Is there no substance in... Depends on how you portray it. So there's a
0: way you can say, I want to have sex with you, or you can do it poetically. So it's, you know, pony versus overjoyed, you know? You know? Pony spray up my saddles! (laughs) You know,
1: it's just, you know what it is, where someone will be like, you know, I think, this, uh, I think this is the first genuine dig of 2022. I love the fact that it was subtle. <laughs> I love how he snuck it in, sneak this in as always. Um, that was know, amazing.
0: Um, but then, you know, I think um, when you, oh, if you listen to Luther Vandross and um, Beyonce, I think it was actually Donny Hathaway and I can't remember who it was Donny Hathaway and someone, I can't remember who the female was. R- Roberta Flack. Where is the love? It's not that one, no, it's um The Closer I Get To You.
1: Okay. Right. The closer I get right.
0: to you. Right. So when you listen to, you know, that song, then you see the lines, you know, lying here next to you, time just seems to fly. You know, it's different um, substance to it. So that connects you to even more because you've been in a place where you've laid with someone and time just seemed to fly. You yeah. felt a connection that you, takes you to a place. Same thing with DMX's musical, Tupac's music. Speaking about the struggles with his mom and stuff like that, Depend, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where you were in life. I was in Nigeria at the time. The struggles were hard, it's not just for me, just for people around me, you know? So you could connect with struggle music, just trying to see a better day. Then I came to London, you know, well, when I came to London being a young black kid, you know, running, not running the streets, but being on ends. Yeah. Tupac's music really
1: helped me not become any dear. yeah because the know, teams were real do you know what else was like a uh an odd um but very integral part of my rap journey as a teenager uh euro slash sas i love like the Eurogang mixtape the example i had that on super repeat over she and over again
0: times, so i don't think i
1: caught any i missed a whole UK Grammy, missed all of it. Okay, but they they, they weren't even grime though. They were just, they were UK guys doing rap. Definitely very US style rap. And to be honest, when people sort of make fun of me or or when Jason's like, why do you lot have an American accent or whatever? Like they were like the first progenitors of that. They actually got signed to Dipset at one point. So I, I loved their story. They were Nigerian born British guys out in New York, one, they go over one of has got a basketball scholarship they end up running with Dipset they get signed you know what I'm saying they're rapping with Cameron and blah 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 you know, you know being signed to Dipset is like being signed to um... it's like being a Wu-Tang affiliate member <laughs> it's like being a SoSully crew bro <laughs> it's like being the ref <laughs> bro you could be signed to Dipset and still do shifts at Footlocker, bro that it doesn't mean I know it doesn't mean anything but at the time I was <laughs> like being signed to the person that's signed. <laughs> but they had they had one tune called Doing Fine. Okay. And the chorus was like, um, Ma, just a little letter from your son just to let you know I'm doing fine And and you know, obviously it goes on. But I I would always like I would live that out. Like I imagined myself, you know, travelling far away and like making my success and writing this postcard, the whole video is like this postcard back to their mum. And I was like, and 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 I, those were the the kind of songs that used to transport me into other worlds, man. That was why I felt like my life was gonna be like, I was gonna be out there on the road, I was gonna be out in America, I was gonna be having all these like success stories and sending stuff back, and you know, sort of putting on for my city and whatnot, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, you know, to some extent, I've been to America and all these all these other things, but there's I, I I've I can't explain how that particular mixtape even though in the grand scheme of most people's rap libraries it doesn't mean anything for me it's like almost pivotal that's the beauty of music though it's not supposed to be mm. um, everybody everything's for everybody
0: everybody has an album that you may have never heard of i listen to coffee brown's album i don't think it's a very popular album in these streets but it's my go-to mm. my go to albums and that's the beauty of music what and is I'm, about the album
1: what is yeah. about that coffee brown album
0: it's a fucking killer album it's a duet it's a duo, so it's a man and a woman. So you okay. get the best of both worlds, the male vocal complement, the female vocals. They keep the theme street. They were under that next movement. Okay. So next, they were all kind of signed to the same movement. Okay. And you you know, you have to understand the music industry is, is it's not about good songs, it's about selling records. Hmm. And so a lot of these albums are very good albums, but you can't sell it to the mass volume. Yeah. You're not fucking with Lincoln Park. like i thought when jay-z did that song you know encore with lincoln park i was like oh that's nice of jay-z doing lincoln park a favor because i had no idea who lincoln park (laughs) was i didn't know lincoln parks were doing their favor
1: yeah 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 i mean i i only knew that because i was in school with a lot of white kids right uh, uh, and you know that was their stuff and that was like that was like their moment where we would like get together and share our music so that's how i understood how powerful it was because they listened to linkin park and i listened to jay-z and it was like whoa we finally got an album we supposedly can both listen to i like like one song so let's not <laughs> <laughs> but i just didn't know at the time you know how i
0: thought jay-z was the biggest artist in the world period
1: mm, mm, mm. Or,
0: or you know tupac or biggie i thought these were the big... biggie wasn't as big he couldn't have been because he was only out for like two years. He was just tasting that success.
1: Yeah, like two he hours. He died.
0: Puck yes. had just, that was the first time he was global like that on his meccas. Mm. You know, where Madonna and Sting and people like that wanted to hang around him, you know? Mm, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Puck wrote a letter to Madonna telling her, we couldn't, we can't be together because I just can't portray that image. <laughs> <laughs> My fan base will not. They won't like. Black
1: women won't support me. It's just not good look. That's wild. I mean, it is wild. But I think by the time you're at that point, you kind of understand how the game goes, man. I don't think anybody's really throwing their real feelings out there in Hollywood. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever you hear like so and so is dating so and so, there's a part of my brain that's like so. Did your PR agent call this person's PR agent and say, I think it would be great for my client to date your client. Let's do three photo shoots. So true. You know, that kind of thing. You know the man is saying,
0: if Tupac did date Madonna, it would have taken him on such a, he would be alive today. But he, would, he wouldn't he would have any of those good songs. It would have been a completely different
1: Tupac. You, you're saying uh, white pumps be life saving? No, 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 because of who Madonna was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't be in the same environments. You wouldn't be
0: in the tabloids would have been all over them. they would yeah. have changed him. He'd have to change. He'd have to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if he kept on getting in trouble, or they might even tell him to get in more trouble so he can push her brand as she likes bad boys. It'd just been a shit show. What if Tupac
1: uh dropped a Christmas album? you dropped a Christmas album. Who did? Snoop. Uh, but come on, at, at at this point though, Snoop's the, No 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 Death, everything. Death,
0: No 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 Death Row dropped a Christmas album. Are you serious? Oh yes yeah, I've never heard, I've never heard this My brother plays it every Christmas. It's gangster as hell. What? Niggas is creeping in the back window. Death yeah,
1: Row Christmas album. Hell yeah. I'm Googling this stuff. as we speak. It? it's called Christmas on Death Row. Wow. Yeah, man. It was a gangster album. What the fuck is you talking about? mad i think what, is
0: Puck on it i don't think so i don't think so no it's not cuz he wasn't on for at the time
1: okay it just look it looks like he's um his image is on the artwork
0: of course how are you going to sell the album
1: yeah they got they got wings behind him so <laughs> 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 they got wings behind them and a halo disclosure, disclosure. yeah Disclamer, Sorry, disclaimer you think dead, but we like the picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I didn't even know about the Christmas album on Death Room.
0: Yeah, I think Outcast did the Christmas album. I think rappers should do a Christmas album. Of course, you just rap. It's not about... Christmas doesn't make you soft. Of course, they, they talk about Christmas. How can you say, you know, broken down TV every Christmas and then, I'm like fuck Christmas, man. We're go hard now.
1: You can't do that. <laughs> no, it's just because you know how Christmas albums are usually done. You, then you go on like Good Morning America to go promote it, and then you like... Well you're not going to go on Good Morning America to promote Death Row, Christmas on Death Row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go I, Death Row. I, I, I didn't know Christmas albums were done any other way. I thought the whole point is to get on Good Morning America and sing a duet with Michael Bublé The whole at some point, point is to
0: sell records.
1: Yeah, of course. This is big season. If you drop a gangster
0: Christmas album and it pops, you will get that Good Morning America slot. Wow. No one cares. Just for the money. Everybody is bumping fuck Santa right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it would take something outrageous like that, you know, gangster um a gangster Santa, you know, you know, and running the reindeers creeping up on, you know, fictional, I don't know, maybe he, maybe he's rolling up his enemies, the Easter bunny and other holidays, you know,
1: y'all niggas in shit, 2050 is mine, you know that <laughs> <laughs> I gotta slay his pool all by hoes, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm pimping this winter time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remember when Jay did um? You know, forgot
0: about Jay. It was who do you think taught you to smoke trees? So like, who do you think taught you to say hoe?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I I did not know that Avlins I knew on this part today. I didn't Absolutely, know. Absolutely, man. I think um people get the concept of
0: rap so wrong and think you have to be this gangster spitting, third light nigga killing. There's so much great music of rap that was just... Remember, rap is, a, rap is so real, and people yeah. mistaken mistaking it for just being a bunch of kids being gangsters. It's a reflection of the neighborhood
1: you come from. You know, that's they, all they
0: could rap about.
1: Who's your favourite rapper that is not a gangster, that doesn't claim to have... So
0: there's no rapper that's a gangster, number one.
1: But uh, okay. what do you mean? As in somebody who doesn't uh, particularly rep the street life, doesn't say that it hasn't, hasn't claimed to shot anyone or sold any drugs or been shot or blah blah blah. Who's your favourite rapper who doesn't fit that mold? Um I don't think I have a favourite rapper. I think I mean who are the rappers we're talking about now? Kanye I West. do you know what I was think I was gonna say Kanye West is mine. Um but he doesn't write his reps. Pardon? He doesn't write his reps and he does talk about the street life. But they, uh, that's the thing. That's what I realised in the end that like actually he does talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um and he and he's in this last album he's pretty much claiming GD. So I mean like all right, well I guess even Kai's... remember, remember Klein's a salesman. Whatever whatever you niggas wanna hear, I'ma sell it.
0: That's why he did the Sunday service thing. Whatever is selling, I'ma go into it and sell. That's just what it is, baby. So
1: um I mean, I don't know any rappers who don't talk their shit. I mean, don't talk street life specifically. There's got to be rappers who don't talk street life, man. What am I, what am I doing? Was Lupe Piasco talk street life? I don't listen. I've never listened to him. Well, then he's clearly not your favorite. <laughs> he's clearly not your favorite one that doesn't talk Mace street life. Mace spoke street space. Yeah, Mace spoke street life. Yeah. Mace, Murder Mace was talking the oh, wildest, Most Murder Mace was a killer. Yo, Look, he said my AK slay gays spray strays with niggas names on it, bro. Like this is, mm. this ain't no, it's not the soft Harlem world dude all the time, you know. Remember, like everyone forgets it's metal, it's, you know, it's metal, it's a movie, man. It is, yeah. But I'm tra- I I must have at least one rapper I like listen to who Mim doesn't Smith. talk street life. I guess, yeah, 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 that would make sense. But he will never be my favourite rapper. Do you know, I don't think Eminem actually spoke street life. Because he's not he, from the street. Yeah, I think Phillip. he had, yeah, he had pain, but it wasn't streets. So I think probably Eminem.
0: But Eminem does but Eminem did talk street life as it pertained to him. I knock you fucking faggots the fuck out when that when, when you chilling in trucks. i you being bucked out, up, pop, pop, lift at you, you know. But that's not what I
1: mean. I, I meant specifically like gangster life, and he wasn't a gangster. Eminem wasn't a like... gangster. None of them spoke gangster life. What like do you if, mean? If, you know, okay, what I'm saying
0: is, Eminem is no different in the sense where. He didn't grow up on the street, so he couldn't rap about it like that. Yeah, but also, like he, he had such about... a
1: unique persona because he wasn't claiming to have sold drugs, shot anybody, but claiming any particular gang or crew, um, and was just really but that's a That's not a, what a, rap a was in... about either, though. That's not yeah. how you come up in rap, though. But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find a rapper who doesn't do that. And, like, it took me a while, but we've come across Will Smith and Eminem. Like, who, who has I'm confused as to what you're saying. Are you I'm, saying I'm trying to find how many rappers do we listen to who don't claim to be affiliated with any gang and don't claim to be affiliated with any gang activity? Okay. And what I was realizing as we were asking it is even the rappers I don't usually associate with it, like Kanye West, but doesn't D- still uh, affiliate D- with D- gangs? Same affiliation with D12. Was D12 a gang?
0: All of them are from. All of them are gang affiliated. Proof's on it. Proof is a gang affiliate. I mean, he got, you know, he's big boy in Detroit. They're all gang affiliated. And he, they rapped about songs about he rapped about songs about licking shots at people's cars.
1: Wow, I guess I don't know Proof's catalog like that. Not Proof,
0: I, I, no, not proof Eminem. Eminem asked when you when you saw us and we licked shots at your um, when you saw us and bugged out and we shot paint spots at your thingy. So he was talking that mm-hmm. like, wow shit. You and already... he signed to Dave Dre's label, yeah. So, like, you know, um, but they were. I mean, LL Kuda didn't speak street stuff, but he, he did, but didn't he dabbled in it kind of thing? Not I was... think I won't say cannabis was gang affiliated, he was about lyricism, yeah, you know. But he did. But you know, he was say, "I'll knock a nigga out if you approach me." But that's not necessarily gangster. That's just you know, slick talking. It's like Most deaf, for instance. He never really claimed a set or said I'm um, anything. Yeah, was, I think oh, Most Most Def, Most common, common. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, you have to start getting to that. But again,
0: common them niggas like he can get wild though. Yeah, like, he, yeah. He can say your niggas ain't fronting on me, but that's necessarily
1: I'm a gangster though. It's just you know, you just cocky in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect that of rappers. But I was just, it, it's interesting how ubiquitous it is to talk about like murdering that's people what sells
0: are not. that's what sells as well the labels come in saying you need more killing on this album
1: yeah killed enough people this <laughs>
0: there's, there's too many people alive on the album it's like, <laughs> it's like you take the good and the bad right so for yeah. instance you know how you, too many disputes people gain with their labels because the first album sold on the pretense that you're sexy sweet boys now you don't grown up. Your voice is a little husky. You got the little bia bia. You want to do the whole, you know, come into my room and hold me tight. They're like, no, 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 no. We want shirt off, boogie woogie woogie, my pony. You know that kind of stuff. You know, like, but we're going in a different direction. They're like, uh, with whose money? <laughs> <laughs> we're going in this direction. It's all about pop. It's all about disco. Little um, little bluesy on the other label has got a hit called um um g string. Now you have to write y string.
1: Bro, that we need to add that to the to the album you're dropping of your freestyles. That boogie woogie woogie song. <laughs> right, I need you
0: that. Know when Cisco put out thong song, how many people just say, "For fuck's sake!" Uh, bro, that was. <laughs> like, everybody knew, I can't follow this shit.
1: Yeah, bro,
0: That's this is a once one. in a lifetime. We not locked off. He's locked off the club for the rest of the year. Michael that that Jackson called the producer. They wrote the beat for him. He said, "No, nah, I don't want the beat." Cisco begged him for the beat. They gave it to Cisco. Michael called them. He said, if you can produce a beat for me right now like that, I'll give you the address to my
1: studio. They couldn't couldn't. Really? Find- yeah. They couldn't get another beat like that. It's impossible. That, that guy wrote one verse and said, I, I think I did enough for today. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What is this? And I did the enough for today. Cisco.
0: This is the genius of believing it. These are when the stories are authentic. He took the beat, right? Went home and wrote the, the verse. Played it for the mandem. They said, that's some bullshit. Are you serious? Yeah, because he, he basically the inspiration
1: came, he went on a date with a girl and she had a thong on. Wow, you... Hey, bro, break down behind the scenes on the thong you song. You have the story of thong song? No, because we've discussed this before. We spoke about it from the the Ricky Martin side of Living oh, okay. La Vida Loca, but we didn't speak about it in terms of so the, how, the, how the, the pure thong inspiration thong of, of thong how you write that. the was
0: he got the beat off of the guy because I think they were doing another beat for him, and he played it for Cisco. So, mm. so you have to give me this beat, goes nice for Michael Jackson. When they say so, for Michael Jackson, they're hoping Michael Jackson takes the beat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right?
0: Now, if they say Cisco or Michael Jackson wants the beat, who you giving the beat to? Michael, bro. You tell Cisco, beat it! <laughs> 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 you tell him i to the beat, but not the one you want, playing, Right. Michael was stalling on the beat or they weren't feeling it maybe the album was right, complete.
1: I, I would do Cisco's dance and
0: tell me <laughs> that's how Cisco got the beat he started jumping in the studio. So this this jumping <laughs> and so he gets the beat right and goes back to I think he they didn't even give him the beat he Flew. he flew back called the guy begged him said alright cool I'll give you the beat he goes on a date the girl has a thong on and he told the man them I've written the song going to have that thong, 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 thong. They said, who's going to sing that? And you can't... By the way, don't. this is a lesson for old creatives. Don't get mad at your boys if they don't see it. Yeah. Your idea... If your idea sounds plausible... Actually, let me not say it like that. If your idea... Sometimes when your idea sounds plausible, it's because it's too easy to do. When it sounds crazy, there may be something in there. Now,
1: bear in mind, people, some of your ideas are just crazy. Yeah. I think... I think the only thing you can take from it is fundamentally you're responsible. So, yes, so people, so people will give you their opinion, but they're yeah. not responsible. Yes. The only one responsible is you. Yeah. So, uh, if you take that, then you can take people what they say with a pinch of salt. You can and, make and, think that about... Prepare to fall on your own sword. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It doesn't bang, but you took the risk, and you can take something in there. I took said, yeah. like them motherfuckers, them try. At least you tried for it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He just goes and says, "You know what? Fuck that. I'm still gonna make the song. Who that dressed as scandalous? And I know I never nigga could have handled this. Remember I was telling you about substance versus just blah." Now when you have a, a beat like that thong song beat you don't yeah. come with your woke up in the morning heartache window what my pain don't nobody want to hear that shit bro <laughs> i need this i need this whole mixtape, bro i when want to hear how his window when his summer falls and the autumn leaves is too much bro we want to hear oh that just scandalous this is where you get junior do you know would have been on the remix do you know want to kill Virginia I would have shot that thong, that thong. You don't want been be Thompson King. Oh my but goodness! Is basic as fuck. It's one plus. And the best part of that song is, it goes. I think I say it again. <laughs> 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 I think I'll be to right now. I think I'll just say this again, bro. <laughs> You know, how, you know how long a babyface writing session must be? You know how insulted babyface must have felt. This nigga said, I think I'll say this again. I'm
1: writing three, four verses, and a bridge. <laughs> oh, bro. Right? Bro, bro it, it, Cisco's bridge was... Duh, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Yeah! <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, yeah. He yelled it and said, I don't think you heard me. How is this not going to be a hit? Oh, bro. You know when he was recording the song in the studio, the niggas was looking at him like, this is, is going to be a band like this.
1: Oh, bro. And this then is the, song, man. Man.
0: the song is so big, yeah. Cisco can't even, um, Cisco can't escape it.
1: Yeah, man. That's to bit honest, no, he's had jams since then, but no, he yes, has He hasn't. What? Yeah. You don't. You You. You're not really rocking Not level jam. Not not that level. But he's I mean, had though. jams though.
0: Oh no no! Zisco so has songs. He's fine. What I yeah. mean is, that song comes once. That's it. Yeah. You
1: don't yeah repeat yeah.
0: that. You don't repeat that. Only Michael yeah, Jackson man. repeats shit like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Name <laughs> an R and B artist that had a song as successful as Thong Song." The Junior the Joe the Boyz II Name one. Maybe um, Usher? um me. Usher must have had one. Not as big as Thong Song. Name of Usher song as big as Thong Song. Um... Don't get me wrong. Usher's the bigger artist because he has a plethora of hits. But I'm talking of a hit, the song, that song that. Yeah, that, that song was. that
1: everybody. Because right. I've I've done I've done Thong Song as a, as a closing hymn for a Sunday service before. Right, Shaggy so... had that. With you know, it wasn't me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. I Believe I Can Fly.
0: I mean, that, that that's one the, of the
1: biggest songs of all time, bro.
0: Yes, yes, yes. But it's not thong song in the sense of disco. That's more inspiration and you can play at church or grandmama
1: love the song. <laughs> Pastor <sighs> Rains and the of song, you know what but, I mean? But clearly R-, R. Kelly is also in that category of can have a huge song and, re- and replicate it. He's had like repli- He's had iconic songs in multiple decades. He's got the remix to ignition and he's got bump and grind and he's got I Believe I Can Fly. Like, he's
0: I don't understand the hype behind remix to ignition. That's not even my top 20. It's a, it's a
1: white girl anthem, right? Right, it's
0: right. the white girl anthem.
1: That boot that let me give you that toot toot <laughs> and let me you that beep beep. Come on now, that's because it's not the black anthem ignition. No, it's not. It's we not at, most, at most we might do this like a little bit, but after a while, it's like the songs, I don't done. think we do that in the club, even. We don't do. They already played remixes. You know they played it when it was out. They played it when it was out. Was yeah, like, like, it was it was yeah, a, it know. was a jam, but it wasn't. Yeah, like I think it's the it's the fact that white women love that song okay. that makes it such a, an iconic song.
0: In, in, you're more likely to get black people losing their minds to it. Comes to one, to the two, to the three. Um, yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah. One, yeah. One but if you play that, black people start losing their minds.
1: Yeah. Everybody in the club. Yeah. I'll tell you
0: what, it's equivalent to that as well. And I think
1: I think Chappelle might have something to do with that remix to Ignition as well. Yes. You I think the Chappelle. No, sure. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Also,
0: um, if you notice as well, um, it's like Sneak Bowl with with um, Let Me Show You The Wave, Gunman from I Don't Play Games, or Gigs yeah. Only you If You're Talking The Hardest. Yeah. When you come out with songs like that, it's so hard to
1: replicate. that moment
0: to to catch that thing back you know
1: because they hit so hard yeah 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 i'm to be honest it's like it's you almost have an innate dilemma do i give them more of this or do i now take them in a whole other direction and whichever one you do if it doesn't work out people will tell you you should have done the other thing yeah told you just give (laughs) us more of what we want and if you give them another one they'll be like why don't you do something different
0: well i was my brother was saying to me today it's like you know how now TikTok is determining certain singles that hit. So, you know, you want to bam, back You want to chill with the big boys. Now, on one end, he's happy because everybody's singing his song. Um, here's the downside. The label comes and says, you need to replicate that. So you go viral on TikTok again.
1: Yeah. Just telling
0: them, I'm not a TikTok artist. I'm trying to yeah. replicate about the greenery and the
1: ozone layer being shut down. But don't nobody want to fund that. But you know, the, the interesting thing, because I think this one presents a new case is that in Nigeria, there's this rising, I guess, um, concept or hype around hype men, right? So the idea is that they're standing next to the DJ, DJ's playing these beats, and they just say stuff to get people gassed up. In that kind of situation, there's an element where I think it's a bit like stand-up, in the sense that you might have that one joke that bangs, but if you have the ability to write stuff that gasses people up, you all, you always work cuz you've always got people always need to be hyped up so i think it's different from songs where you put out a product they, the guy doesn't have a song per se he has a moment where he was where he had a thing that he was saying to hype people up and people took it onto tiktok so i think if he plays it well and he's actually quite good at coming up with these things that jazz people love you want to bamba, you want to g with the big boys you know if he can if he's actually really got that as a skill i think you'd be fine They'll call him for every party, like yo, just start. Oh, talking. No, I was thinking, of, I thought it was an, I thought it was a song. No, see, that's the thing. Like in Nigeria, this hype man thing is really interesting. You know, they there was another one, Shedi Balabala, Shedi Bulubulu, and they, all the girls would be shaking their bum to it and so on. It was just a guy on the mic, and even if you listen to the actual song, it's on Spotify. Well, the bums had something to do with that. Well, obviously, that's a, <laughs> but, but that's how you, that's how you, that's how you hype people up in the party.
0: If you get, if you get a girl with the, ni- with the nicest ass twerking,
1: you can yes. make pop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when that ass was like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. But you remember, it's,
0: it's the ass that makes you remember the one. Of words. course. When of Chappelle course. said, I'll just
1: draw a titty saying, cat milk. If that doesn't sell milk, what does? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that was going to be an interesting case. I want to see where hype men go. I think, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to rush into it and a lot of people are going to be doing it. But I think. what's well, it's like the wedding MC, isn't it? Yeah, it's so that's what I'm saying. It is more like. You just still, MC weddings will stand up comedy. Life, oh, bro, don't get me started, man. <laughs> I spoke to a friend. He said, for me, I want to get back into comedy. I said, cool,
0: man, that's a good thing. I said, you know, you need to wait for each other. I've been trying my material, you know, at weddings. I said, at what?
1: Weddings, you know. Right between the buffet and the speeches.
0: <laughs> my friend asked me
1: to um, be part
0: of her show today. And I said, no. She said, oh, you don't rate my event. I said, I don't. But that shouldn't affect our friendship. Because I rate you,
1: just your event is trash. I think we talked about this, bruh. It's cold, man. Did she listen to the pods? No, she doesn't. Okay. The thing is- what the well,
0: banner then. then. Is... What, <laughs> what <laughs> you yeah. understand is, I'm at a place where I'm only doing things that I want to do and not doing oh, things I feel like I have to, you know, I'm, I'm tired of doing that, you know? So I signed with an agent today and- Are you signed? Hey, yeah, hey. Yeah. congratulations, yeah. bro. So, um, it's so funny. Everyone's like, congratulations, but I don't feel like I did anything. I just agreed to someone to let someone take my money. <laughs> not that that's what he's doing i'm just saying yeah I, i'm excited to join
1: but yeah i'm in a different place when i was like six seven years ago when i first started. yeah i mean you've made that very clear and i and i respect it and i and i can see it in you like there isn't that like a doughy-eyed belief that oh if i sign with this guy he's gonna revolutionize my life but i do think you know you take this these moments to celebrate them because they they mark um they mark you basically setting out a plan for yourself and taking the steps to go in there. So, getting an agent. And
0: that's scary. But that's the thing that the people don't actually realise. I've been petrified all day, you know? It's such a scary yeah. thing because of the, not even the trauma of it, but understanding the industry and the world. And, you know, like you said, you know, we thought, you know, we were going to be sending money back home in bunches. And a lot of things have played into my, um, my mindset. You know, my parents are getting old and I'm seeing that and, you know, I want to do I want to just make sure I'm I'm successful enough to to be able to I don't know just to make sure that they're comfortable, you know. It really means a lot. And that pressure combined with looking at the <laughs> the game from the mountain up, it weighs on me in a sense where it's like, man, can I really do this? That's why I started doing the puzzle to just teach me about waiting for the little pieces to put them together and not think of it as a whole jigsaw puzzle.
1: So, so what is it that exactly that you want to give your parents though?
0: Just, I just want them to be comfortable, man. I want to be able to say, hey, do you need this? I can do that. I can cover your bills or anything like that. I, I want to be able to just, I and mean, they don't need this from, they're not asking this from me, mm-hmm. but um, you have to understand, you know, I'm. I was fortunate to have two parents who sacrificed everything so I could have something. And mm-hmm. I really want to reward that with everything. You know, I really—they've never asked me for a penny, other than just be the best person you can be. And I just want them to. Um, there's no way I can. There's no way I can pay you back. But the plan is to show you that, sure I that I can
1: understand. Spend. You are appreciated. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I I respect it and I rate it highly. Um, I just the only reason why I was asking was because I wanted to link it back to what you were saying before about. Not everything in your life is measured by the zeros. No,
0: no, um,
1: and so how, like you know, leaving an inheritance for your kids isn't always about leaving them 20 no, million pounds. No, it so might I, be a punchline of yours, Ola, that feeds your kids for the rest of their life. True, it could be, it um, might
0: be a punchline of yours.
1: So, but yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 important. For, I guess it's important then to define what it is you want to be able to give your parents, and how much of that is re- truly financial, and how much of that is gonna be your time. You know, going to go and see mm-hmm. them and talk to them. How much of it is going to be helping I'm them with physical to tasks?
0: Even in the work I do. Mm. You know, a lot of the characters I'm going to try and portray are going to have elements of my parents in there.
1: Yeah. yeah story yeah.
0: from my parents, you know. So I just want them to see that I'm doing and uh, um, their appreciation, to show that appreciation. I think. Uh, is that I'm the sure the part works for the week? I wanted something to, to work for other than. You know, ten thousand followers on Instagram. You know, I feel you something no to really you. fight for other than popularity.
1: Is is that the part quote? Can I just clarify that? Which one's that one? Uh, I, I can never pay you back, but the plan is to show you that. I understand? You
0: know you what? It wasn't supposed to be. I didn't have one, but I was going I figured we were gonna get one organically somehow. Yeah, we got it, bro. You so are appreciated. It, that one. You are appreciated. That's the, that, yeah, that's the. Title. Yeesh. Hey, this town's becoming off the top, though, fam. Bro, oh, shut uh, up, bro. No, but you know what? It's, it's important to... I feel like it's important to know what you're fighting for.
1: Yeah. As opposed to just going in there. Because then you'll settle for everything. Oh, facts bro. I do this for my kids, bro. I do this for my wife. I do it for my kids. Mm-hmm. I do it to make sure that my generation turns around. Our story... The money has to start flowing downwards in my family. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the 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 wisdom has to start flowing down. We need to build. We need to. We, I need to see. Awesome. Um. I basically. I I, I want to see it get to a point where the marriages are are sticking together in my family. That the the stories of divorce stop happening. You know. Um. There's so much of those things that I work for that. You know, when I'm telling a joke, it doesn't necessarily obviously seem like it's connected, but. I do so much to talk about marriage or, or to talk about uh, my thoughts on, on society or whatever it is, all because these are the things that really drive me way more than the followers. and The followers and stuff is the side, is like the the, the path you, that I, I sometimes feel like I have to take to get to where I'm going, but it's not the aim. The aim is not to get the followers or blah, blah, blah. aim is to get the bitches. I'm sorry, the riches. The
0: riches. <laughs> the riches. But yeah, remember... I really believe it's not the wealth, it's the work. You know, they won't take your word for it. They'll take your work for it. And if we can leave this earth and people can still churn out our work, I'm okay with that. Mm. Because it's, it's those things that keep society going. You want to learn how to take over a country, there's a book for it, bro. Yeah. Because some nigga did it in twenty twenty in 1841. Yep, it's true. You know, sure. and so and they're still living on his philosophy. They will talk you, they'll tell you about Pegasus and Pythosaurus and um, you know, all of these people who look at Shakespeare, bro. The, the master of conflict. You want to make a conflict with you, go and study Shakespeare. This nigga will have his this nigga will have a man beefing his cat. His eyes looked within as he walked in the path. <laughs> like he just knew how to create conflict and his characters were so flawed it's like he knew who human beings were
1: yeah that guy was telling stories bro
0: stories fam so you can't hate on a man like that yeah 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 you know so like denzel says you know do the work everything is a distraction you know all the celebrities are billionaires and Black people need to do this and do that and white people, white privilege and women and all. It's all distractions. The only thing that matters is what you, is how you shit on this earth. Mm. How you gonna stink out the joint player? That's, how, that's all that matters. <laughs> and some people do it silently, some people make a loud noise, I mean, some people are famous, some people are not. But everybody's contributing somehow. Hey, mm. if you own a bunch of health clubs in this country, many people work out now, say so it's fucking obsession now. You're doing a part of it. You know damn well that out of 100 people that come to your gym, maybe 20 will, will succeed. <laughs> You're hoping the rest are failing because they just keep coming.
1: So, some of them are just waiting right by the drinks cabinet. <laughs> you know you know the ones with the towel around their neck just constantly mopping the sweat? Like I've noticed uh. now we're in a world
0: where we're so insecure, man. The amount of gym video pictures I've seen getting started. Today's the day from now on. And you just know... I get these motherfuckers three weeks. The video starts slowing up. You phone, you have a conversation, what's going on? I'm just stressed, man. I'm like, but your videos seem to say that you're living the best life. You know, sure. you don't how are you working out if you have time for the video?
1: Yeah, I, I always I always think about this, but I know that for some people they use it as a form of being held accountable. So when people ask them. Like, what's going on with the videos? I haven't seen the video today. Then they go, all right, yeah, yeah, I have to get back on it. And it jump and it's a prompt. And they don't you're want to you're disappoint doing it for me.
0: yourself, Then you're doing it for people. The whole well, thing is you're supposed to work out for yourself. That's the only way you're gonna stay motivated. Unless the motivation is if I keep doing this for people, i maybe if that's the motivation, yeah. But you shouldn't do the videos for people, you should do it for yourself.
1: Yeah, I was just reading-stay up. I was just reading a book about this, and it's it's more like human beings are naturally social creatures. And so you can harness the power of uh, of of that social, that desire to be socially accepted and channel it for a good purpose, which is to stay accountable on your goals, right? So being socially accepted is the reason why most of us, depend, regardless of how we feel, like we want to dress, most of us decide we're going to wear a top, we're going to wear some kind of bottom and we're going to wear a cap on our head. And the day someone comes out with trousers on their head and a t shirt around their waist, we go, "What's that?" Like, and we make that person feel like an absolute idiot. And, and then, then we then they... Z do it, and then next thing you know, we we wearing trousers on our heads, yo. Exactly, it's still the same cycle of social acceptance. So you can actually harness that power if you if you know that. Look, I don't want people to think of me as a failure or as a loser. So you so that's the reason why I'm gonna post that I went to the gym. Unless it can actually po- be it kind of a useful habit. For money, it it if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense.
0: Because the moment I, you get ten thousand people watching your workouts, it goes from motivation to drink Gatorade. It
1: keeps me fit. <laughs> of course, of course, bro. We know the game. But I know I know a sister in particular, and the reason that's the reason why I'm saying this. I know a sister in particular who really goes hard in the gym. And you can see it. Like, she's she's clearly very fit. She works hard. Yes, you can tickle. see that she works up a sweat. Um, she is, actually. Does she listen to the book? uh I don't think she does, no. Does she go to your church? Uh, she does, yeah. I uh, forget it. Go on. <laughs> yeah, she's always posting her workout videos and so on. So, can so Yeah. Okay yeah yeah so you have some buff girls in your circle man bro um, bro i started um i don't know if you saw it on sunday thing that's come sunday service Oh, what nadine i don't know the name i can't start calling that names though anyway look how you break man out but you just said the caucasian thing that used to come sunday service like it doesn't narrow it down bro Bro, how many Caucasian women were there Sunday Sunday? Yeah, how many of our viewers are Googling Caucasian just for the meaning right now? <laughs> well, bro, um, I started on Sunday, uh, an Instagram live stream, uh, Sunday Singles Ministry. So I just Thank get you. people up and um, I just like interview them if they're looking for somebody. Just have a light chat with them. Yo, I, I want to see people get together, man. I want to <laughs> see people find someone. I like that. I might pop in one day just to troll. I trust you. But yeah, it be good. Why not? oh, you trust me. But now you want me to troll in it? No, I want you to come up and do, say what you're gonna say. I'm gonna handle it either way, whether you're honest and sincere or <laughs> yeah. you're trolling. I'm still gonna handle it. I'm not yeah. I'm not thrown off by either one. <laughs> I walk in there like Snoop. Now as the
0: sun rotates and my game grows bigger, how many bitches wanna fuck this nigga named Snoop?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> The beautiful thing my about head, Insta is you can lock people off.
0: like that, you know. Those like, women, you guys are hypocritical, you know. If a neighborhood a nigga like myself called you bitch, I'll lose your mind. But a nigga that rap dog like Snoop, like, hey, bitch, hey, Snoop. <laughs> it's real. It's too real. He <laughs> said, hey, bitch, hey, Snoop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, though, like, we all got our hypocrisies, bro. There's, cool. certain, there's certain girls that, you know, they start saying, oh, you have to buy me dinner, you have to do this, blah, blah, blah. You look at and be like, I am not taking you anywhere. And another girl pops up and says, oh, I, need, I don't even want to go nowhere. Then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to <laughs> take you out. Like, here's the bro, money. Yeah. It's it's bullshit, man.
0: Let's work in a phone shop. And when the buff girls came in, you knew all the deals. Bro, that's what I'm saying. It makes it's no sense, boss- bro. You knew how the shop works, You knew what. You knew the year
1: was established. You know we opened this shop in forty six, bro. <laughs> you, know you, know know the, the you know the most. The, the, p- the plumbing was designed by <laughs> Sir uh, Sir
0: Alfreds. Uh, it wasn't even called T Mobile. Well, they're actually going to call it C Mobile, but that was only taken. Bro, I'm you t- spend those... the most time. You go in, you get the phone for her. You open it out. Once she signs the contract, you help her set it up course, bro. How many and customers it? wants the contract signed? Yeah, that's it. When you get home, just open the box. There's an
1: instruction manual in that motherfucker. Bro, there's one time I caught myself. I was in New York. I was in the subway station, and there was a pizza place in there, and the girl behind the counter was just gorgeous. Bro, I almost went in and bought pizza, and I was like, I don't even want pizza right now. I was like, what do I think is going to happen by me going in to go and buy pizza? No chance. But I, was, I knew I wasn't going to do nothing about it.
0: Uh, I, 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 I wasn't going to
1: do that in the I was probably in a relationship at the time, but, like, I knew nothing I was going to happen. Have you ever walked up to a girl cold turkey and talked to her? ever Have you ever walked up to a girl cold turkey and talked to her? I think I've maybe done that once or twice in my life. How did it work out? Cool. Now, nothing crazy happened, but it was like I kept it very... Do you believe them stories when them niggas just say, I tapped the shoulder and I was being by the by, thir- by the evening? You're <laughs> like... <laughs> Bro, I, I always used to be like, these uh, flipping superheroes out here, I just know that's not me. I'm not really like an approach somebody kind of guy. So
0: well, pretty much all
1: my, all my relations, all my relationships started off out of like, you know, we'd meet under no romantic context, ever start off being friends or just get to know you as a friend of a friend or whatever it is. And then after we've been speaking for a while, I might broach the subject to move it past there but to coming like straight on the hard sell like what's going on? what's your name what's your number let me take your number down but that's never been me okay never been me man ah right, yo i look at i look from the sidelines like yo you, you people really doing this wow okay you know it's never been me i've been around my friends who that's just their life yeah well, um, when you see somebody that does it, bro, I look at them like a great salesman. Like, yo, teach me the secret. You are the wolf of Wall no, Street, bro. I remember, remember, like,
0: remember. There's pretty boys, yeah. There's the game, and there's bitch ass niggas. Now, and then there's just um, wise people like myself <laughs> 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 who understands his position in the world of hunting. Remember, this is what many of them don't understand, yeah? It's a hunting thing, isn't it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you have to look at yourself like a, a video game character, like a Mario, for instance, Mario. They, mm-hmm. Like Mario Kart, for instance. you got Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Princess, Toad. All of these people are going to race, right? Yeah. But they've given them strengths and weaknesses that help them win the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luigi yeah. was very fast and so was the princess, but they had the shittest... Items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowser was very slow, but he had the best bombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you are yeah, yeah. it to yourself. Now, a pretty boy doesn't have to do much to get the pom pom.
1: Yeah.
0: He just doesn't. He just has to say hey. The truth is this: his weakness is anything more than hey can get him into trouble.
1: Mad if because he's, he's not often... the sharpest
0: tool in the shed. Yeah,
1: yeah. He yeah, never yeah. had to develop that skill. Yeah. Usually, hey does it. Wow.
0: Right? Mm. Now, the guy with the game might not look the best, okay? Yeah. In terms of looking. Might be, you know, hard edge, maybe dark nigga, third nigga look, you know, a bit too aggressive, maybe intimidating the parents. However, his whole ability does not rely on that. It's mm. on what's going on, man? Should, homie ain't treating you right. <laughs>
1: Bro. You know, they know what to say to them. all. your scenarios come out of 90s R&B videos. I'm <laughs> sure of it, bro. I'm you know sure I mean? of it. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: that's their game, right?
0: Now, yeah. in the last pool, which was the bitch ass niggas pool, which is wrong. I'm not gonna call it the bitch ass niggas pool. Now, the other pool is just, you know, I won't say the average Joe, but the average Joe. Okay. The rest of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not necessarily the pretty guy. You're mm-hmm. not necessarily the guy with the game, mm-hmm. okay? You're just a guy. Now, there's so many things you can have. You could dress well. You see what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. You could be sneaky. You could be a bitch ass nigga where you're that brother that puts men down to impress women. Bro. Oh, it's my, goodness. Now, my
1: goodness.
0: Now, the best hustle, the one that is a God-given one, is if you're funny. <laughs> that hustle there is a problem. Do you know what
1: my whole thing was, bro? No, actually, let me lie to you. See if you can sing. If you can sing, you be everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Being talented is definitely a hustle. No, sing. <laughs> no, but there's certain people like they love drummers. Like drummers. Hey, are let's them.
0: say this: yeah, comedy will definitely give you a good friendship circle. Singing, your fucking, it's just it is what it is. If you're oh, friend, you will know a lot of girls, girl. you will know a lot of girls. If you're funny, if you can sing, you have a lot
1: of kids yeah i hear you man that's it is nuts it's nuts yeah. i it, the the lifestyle that's that, that musician no no
0: i'm talking oh no you know this you can sing yeah? if you can sing sing
1: <laughs> bro i'm
0: talking uh, whoa 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 you're in trouble bro but what i'm trying to
1: say in essence is you have to know what tools you have yeah i think my whole strength was when I, the the time when i really started to have uh, a bit more I guess I want I don't wanna use the word success because it wasn't particularly a success thing but trying I started making progress in that area was when I actually just became the kind of person that a woman would want to be with I, I just rather than trying to chase a woman down I was like look no one wants to be with a miserable soB like just if you're gonna be in the party have a good time you know what I'm saying like have a genuinely have a good time. Don't necessarily, You don't have to be in the corner like a creepy hunter and yeah, wait, for, yeah, yeah. wait for a girl to separate yeah, from her yeah, friends yeah, yeah, and then you yeah, 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 go grab yeah, her. Yeah. Just have a good time. And you, you'll meet people and you'll vibe with people in general because people want to be around those who have a good time. Mm. You know, be smart, be successful, be good at what you do. Yes, people also, are. Also, be to happy good. to just go out and go home and not feel the pressure of how many numbers did you get. Well, this is it. So also because I was, you know, I was because of my faith trying not to have sex, I wasn't really trying to have sex with. girls. So what actually happens in a lot of those scenarios was women were trying to get me to have sex because they weren't used to a guy not trying to have sex with them. Oh, so, so that was your hustle. I'm saying
0: everything's a hustle. Okay, those girl. listeners, that abstinence hustle, that abstinence character, this that guy. I believe in Jesus. Many
1: pennies,
0: padd- many pennies are falling to that I believe in Jesus <laughs>
1: it wasn't a hustle it was real bro Mm. it was really real i was Mm. really Mm. no bro you you don't understand how what i don't know if it's an ego thing for women whether it's just like it's confusing for them or whether it's just a case of they're horny and they're like i i just i just want it but it's like there's something in it where it becomes it switches from they switch from that gatekeeper mode of like trying to fend guys off to now becoming like actively trying to seek it because out.
0: You tapped into the Eve nature, like that forbidden fruit type thing. You yeah. oh, so you triggered
1: that contract again? You just preached the word right there, bro. You, know, you Getting the forbidden fruit, they don't like, oh, know. I got to have it, baby. I got to have that. Like that, that intrigue. That like, who yeah. is this? Like, who is this guy? How hey, dare
0: you? You make your gems like this, you know,
1: bro. I mean, i what do I need? I'm married now. No, I'm just saying, you, you, I'm trying to say, you said it was not hustle. Awesome. I'm saying you shouldn't give her your secrets like this. I probably was the Just this the
0: Relax. Eve, you got to go eve on them please <laughs> <laughs> You got to give them the forbidden fruit. See, women
1: are all the same. Deep down. <laughs> I'm not saying this at all. That's all for me. But, no, but imagine how much the game would change. Imagine how much the game would change if guys were Hanging out with girls and telling them, no, you you don't you don't get none. Like you can't have it. Like even when she's saying, I, I'm not gonna have sex with you, come around to your house. I don't want anything. like I, you're not getting it anyway. Like I'm not giving it to you. It's not for you. Yo, that would switch the whole game up if more men actually prized their their kobokos and said, look, I'm not giving it to you. You don't get some. Oh, you'd, you'd be you'd be surprised how much it gets chased down. You'd be surprised how much it did. So you're did saying we should. We should, you're saying the dick has flooded the market is too. Of course, we know that we know that men beef, men have flooded the market, and women have now joined them in flooding the market, and everyone's doing this flood the market policy. And surprised when the price is at an all time low, supply is too high. Mm. So yeah, even even for you, the thing is the thing about women in particular though is that they love forbidden fruit. Human beings love forbidden fruit, to be fair, but women love forbidden fruit, and so even though there is an, a plethora of, of Kabokos out there for them to go and use instead of yours, they will be more intrigued. At, who is this guy that dare refuse me? I've got to get him now. Do, do you know how many women have a fancy about sleeping with um with a reverend? I'd never understood it before, but now I get it. They want, they want the guy who they can't have. They Because he's taken a vow of celibacy, now it's like, know it's really it sexy. Too, you know? All these hustles I'm hearing today is just mad. It's nuts, bro. The game is wild, bro. The game is wild. When I
0: refused to stay at my friend's house, when I refused to stay, she was
1: offended. Of course. How dare you? You're not the one who gets to say no. You're supposed to be hunting for it. Like, can you throw me a piece of. But the moment you're like, no, it's like, oh, wow. What's going on here? I don't have the same power and choice over this situation. I just wasn't on it, to be fair. And even that is that's very very powerful. I didn't want to put in a bad performance? <clears throat> do you, oh, this guy. Bro. I was gonna say, do you know how many guys who don't actually want to have sex, but almost beca- out of a poverty I don't mindset?
0: Like
1: does, no. don't, the, there are guys who out of a po- you know you guys, when there are guys who don't know where their next orgasm is gonna come from. So it's like if they get it, they have to take it now because it's like that poverty thing of like. I just need to hold on to it. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get some more. And they put themselves in consistent situations of chasing because they've never at one point just said, do you know what? Actually, no, I don't want to. It's actually wild. I mean, when I hear guys talk about it in that way, but I'm like, bro, at what point are you going to say to yourself? Thank you, madame, please. No, thank you. But she I'm, has no teeth. Bro, you use you know brothers. My brothers be like, she got she got no teeth, dog. She got no teeth.
0: Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny, man. God God is a God is. Then they say God works in mysterious ways, man. He really knew what the challenges of life really were. He really knew what they were. What they were. He knew when he created woman that that was our, gonna be our biggest challenge, and he took the piss. He took the piss. He didn't just create one. Create a designer catalog of fine ass women and then said you should marry this god is evil this god is evil.
1: <laughs> this god is good <laughs> this god is imagine, imagine man
0: made all the finest women on the world and said hey you should just take one <laughs>
1: yes yes that's just we that's just cold that's cold in my opinion i think i think it's absolutely it make, makes sense man it makes sense
0: See, like the 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 the, the the strict religions. Is there
1: like a heaven for women
0: and a heaven for men? I
1: <laughs> said the strict religions.
0: <laughs> I didn't wanna
1: highlight any particular thing. I
0: know. Right, I'm just saying, I know, I know. Look, in, my, in the Christianity world, it's pretty much everyone's going to heaven or hell. But I just want to know, cause you know, in other religions where it's segregated, where men and women can't sit yeah. together, is there gonna be a separate heaven and separate
1: hell for them? I don't know, man, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's he- is, is heaven gender neutral, who knows? Who knows who knows. who knows? who knows?
0: Also, when we get to heaven, who's going to run the show? Or is it going to be just God? Well, I think because you know, human beings, in it?
1: Like, who, who start writing on God? Human beings be updating their LinkedIn profile. I'm head assistant project manager in heaven. I'll be in charge of distributing daily bread. We'll be movements on heaven. You know, this God takes all our taxes. <laughs> That nah, human beings ain't nothing, bro. But no, but seriously, in the in the Christian version of heaven, anyway, there is no all of these sort of like distinctions, male and female, and blah blah blah. All these things kind of melt away when we get there. It's just there to praise God, so it's not really a it's not really a thing. Most of our concerns here on earth are earthly concerns. They're Can not. You
0: imagine though, like we'll be praising God in heaven, but you know someone's gonna start a rave in hell.
1: Yo, if you if you hear that Bashment beast that that.
0: Imagine sneaking flies in heaven, like, yo, it's coming down in hell on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: Niggas, like, you driving, you driving. I know, like, catch a ride with you. Oh, you like, have to go to that door.
0: <laughs> 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 What's the passcode? I just I
1: You know, you know you know when they wake you up like hey guys it's time for praise and worship You're like praise and worship again man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I got nothing but praise up in this one <laughs> Damn I don't praise all night last <laughs> when John the Baptist leaving man <laughs> oh,
0: oh gosh that's funny man the Raven hell <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Bro,
1: you know, that's actually the name of the rave, bro. Raven hell, and people you, still be like...
0: What, what, what do you need? Oh,
1: gosh. Bro, people bro, still be like, hey, that sounds like it's going to be popping, though. It sounds... Yeah, yeah. You, Yo. know, all the drinks, you,
0: know, you know, we can't go no cold drinks, you know, we in hell, man. They just
1: melt away, man. <laughs> yeah, you you know the IG models didn't make it to heaven, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you you're, you're sticking in from heaven. You see mad like you see mad people. That damn! I thought you was oh shit. Yeah, you was, can you shit. Imagine can you imagine walking into the rave and the people. Hey, I, I made it through, man! I made it through. You here too? Oh, it's going on, You have to leave.
0: Come on, man, take me with you. Sorry, man, you fucked up on her. I got to go, man.
1: <laughs> hey, but be good though. You know but what I'm saying, good, man. All right? Be good. Hey, roll safe though. Roll safe. Oh man. <laughs> I think that's a good place to conclude it. Real safe. Man. Oh, facts That's that, funny. That's funny, bro. Thank you, uh, everybody, for for rocking with us, man. Um, somebody said we're getting into a nice groove. I really believe it, man. I feel like people
0: hit me up on my DMs, man. Shout out one brother was like, "Yo, bro, the way you know the sitcom idea. You guys should definitely do the sitcom I idea." I was like, "What sitcom? What Ah.
1: What the hell? Is- I was like, we spoke about a sitcom We talk about too much of this too point. Too much. I mean, what did we say? Bro, you know how I keep saying that we need to mixtape of all your little freestyles in the moment? In my head, I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to go through and like find them and, and edit them. I'm trying and to see if they come up with a, like a little bit Not even just to put together like a montage of all the moments yeah, like, how you how freestyles the, um, you I can't the... be bothered, bro. I can't be bothered. But you know how, like, how you did it In The Post? Yeah, yeah, a bit like that. That's yeah, what I was no, thinking bro. i will do, but it's it's too much work, bro. If we're, if we're on episode, what now? We're on episode 40-something? It's an anniversary episode. What's that? You as an anniversary thing. Maybe, but bro, man, it's like 47 episodes but and it's like remember, two remember, hours each. Remember though,
0: remember though, yeah? Ooh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> that's a lot
1: of <laughs> I'm work gonna say the jigsaw part, I was going to give you a jigsaw puzzle analogy too. You told me.
0: 47 episodes, two hours each. I was like, man, fuck that jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Bro, it's long, man. I watched a great movie last night, The Accountant. So anybody who wants to... Um, yeah,
1: Ben Affleck, great movie. Lovely. All right, movie recommendation, The Accountant. Uh, Anybody who wants to do a labour of love and go through all of our footage and find every time that Fumbi freestyles a song in the moment. And it's, um,
0: anything that does that, you get a free ticket to a show.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. I mean, we'll add value in some way. Unless uh, you're in Africa, then pff,
0: don't don't happen, Because I know we have African listeners in it, but I'm not playing for your or anything like that. <laughs> so
1: you can come and see me twenty minutes at the frog and bucket. <laughs> Facts, man. Facts. Guys, keep shouting us out on socials. Keep DMing Fumbi. Keep DMing me at Fumbi on Mataya, on Instagram, at Fumbi on Twitter, at Oliver the Comedian on everything that's on Neighbourhood. No crib, that's on Blood. Exactly. So, guys, uh, shout out to the BQ squad listening to the BQ pod. We out. Peace. Peace.